Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Lionel Messi, Buffon, or Theo Walcott, allowing England to win the World Cup. Oh, see. Lionel Messi, Buffon, or Theo Walcott. Theo Walcott. Theo Walcott. Yeah. I asked you earlier today, who do you hate? He's English. I do hate him, but I mean the jubilation of winning the World Cup, sharing it with you, mm, seeing it year after year. Mm. Theo Walcott raising that trophy. But, that, but what would mean more to me? It's been able to celebrate that with you. My happy little face. Yeah. Look how happy you'd be. You'd, oh, be you'd be the happiest man on earth. You love England. Okay. Well, if I take Theo Walcott out of it... Yeah. Lion, so... If you said Sol Campbell or something like that... <laughs> then then uh, no. I not worth it. No, it's not worth it. Fair enough. I don't think you'd get... Well, do you know what? He might get to the English squad. <laughs> the way it's going. We'll yeah. get into that in a bit. Um, so what if I took away Theo Walcott? Because Lionel Messi is going to the World Cup. Yeah. <laughs> I'm boring you. Sorry, I'm feeling very ill. It's not well. Flav's, look, give this video a like uh, or subscribe to us on iTunes for Flav. Look at his face. Can we go close up on no, Flav? No, please don't. I'm look feeling at, very look Ill. at him. Poor guy. Are you doing a face? Are you doing it? Are you? Yeah, poor thing. Cheers. He's struggling. So, uh, Buffon's going to be his last one. Yeah. If he doesn't retire before. Lionel Messi, it's his last chance. Yeah. If you had to pick out of those two. Uh, I don't really care, but Buffon, uh, Lionel Messi's had everything. Why should he get that as well? I'd go Lionel Messi. Why? Because he needs it. doesn't need it. He does. He needs nothing. He needs it. Why? Because, because then Ronaldo wins, doesn't he? I don't care. No. A lot of people seem to care. Do they? I don't know. Ronaldo, Ronaldo hasn't <laughs> won the World Cup, has he? He hasn't won anything with Argentina. I mean, that's shocking, isn't it? Given the fact that... Um, it's, I, do, you know what, do you know why you should be going for Lionel Messi? Why? Because it's the exact same argument that Spurs have to deal with. Day in, day out. Yeah, he won nothing. It's the I mean, same thing. He has, he's won everything, though. Silly. Yeah, but he hasn't won that. But you never won the World Cup. Argentinian accent there. But he never won the World Cup. I'm sure he wants to win, but he doesn't really, really... He doesn't keep him up at night. You know, it's not... I think he does, you know. Right, really? Yeah. I'm going to watch him a lot. I reckon he... Well, you know, see, 
sort of lying on his £10,000 bed <laughs> with this beautiful woman he has no right to sleep with. She's um, very yes, yeah, beautiful. Uh, you know, and, you know. I think he just lets that kind of drift away. He he, they've got absolutely zero chance of winning the World Cup. Zero chance. No chance. Nice. Um, this is the one for the weekend podcast. Uh, if you haven't listened to it before, then uh, thank you for that. We're on iTunes. You can subscribe. There's a lovely little jingle there, which involves my voice and Flaz's voice yeah. combating together. Um, we're also on YouTube, uh, so obviously you can see that if you're watching it right now. I mean, yeah. I don't really know what I'm saying. If you've got any questions for the If You Die segment of the podcast, mm. then let me know in the comments. And also, let me know, Lionel Messi or Buffon, who would you let win the World Cup? Because this is part of the World Cup. It's a lot of people going to the World Cup, and it's the last chance. Yeah. Last chance to have that little bit of glory. Yeah. And we'll get into like the oldest player who's going to be playing the World Cup. Yeah. In this podcast as well. Soldiers lost in battle in this podcast as well. Woo! We're going to talk about England, how no one wants to play for them anymore. And uh, we're also going to be talking about Patrice Evra's uh, tricky weekend. He's got a difficult meeting tomorrow. Kicked a fan in the face. How's the, how does he explain it? It's going to be difficult. So yeah, but get your or you die questions in. Speaking of which, if you had to wear a pair of football boots in your coffin at your funeral, or you die... Yep. What pair of football boots would you... Uh, the reason I say this, yeah. I've just bought some football boots. Okay. I've seen them actually, I like them, they're nice. They, I think they're nice, we'll see. I bought them online, it's dangerous. Um, mm. So I'll, I'll wear them. I'll, growing up, I used to love to wear football boots around the house before playing in them properly. Is that weird? No, you, just, I know, you, you love football, didn't you? Yeah. Um, I, I mean, at Sunday league level, it doesn't really matter. Well, you, can, you can go out on slippers, really. I mean, fine. one for the weekend, it's called Massive Game for the Oxford Royals today. Uh, this weekend, my yeah. team, yeah. which I uh, play for, we've got Sutton, huge, we're top of the league, we need to keep that run going, and I've bought some new boots especially. Added pressure when you wear those, it's not like, you know, professional, like Beckham used to wear a new pair of boots every single game. Yeah. When you're Sunday league and it's that first performance with new boots, it's, it's, a, scary, it's a scary time. Uh, boots make a massive difference to how well how well you play. If you find the right boots, it's about comfort levels, isn't it? And, yeah. And, uh, and how, uh, for me, it's big. Uh, how they look is massive, and how they look when I look down and see them. I guess crucial. Yeah, yeah, it's part of the psychology of playing. Massively. Yeah, yeah, yeah of course. Uh, to answer your question, probably yeah, that's World Cups. No, it's boring, but simple, classic. Effective. Yeah. Yeah. What would I wear? I would probably go with the Umbro. No, I'm going to change. Nike Tiempos. 1994, they're fantastic. Nice long tongue. What are your thoughts on tongues? Um, I like a flap over tongue. Do you? Traditional, yeah. Not as long as pos? No. Uh, just a gentle tongue. Maybe three or four bit rungs down the uh, thing. Should we? Nice. Right? Sorry. Uh, yeah, let us know, uh, let us know your favourite boots and which ones you would choose or you die yeah. in your coffin why at you, your funeral. Why do you keep talking about or you die? I don't know, I just like it. I put ads in it's a bit morbid. It just makes you answer the question though, doesn't it? Okay. Well, no, I'm going to check with family to make sure they're okay with this. Sure, fair enough. Uh, trivia question. You've got the whole podcast to answer this and to get these, write them down. How many, uh, there are 16 players who've scored 20 plus goals in a Premier League season before they were 25. Can oh, you name them? Last 20? 16 there 16. So, Last week uh, on the podcast, we had a question, and it was six players who'd, English players who scored against Real Madrid in the Champions League. The one that people didn't get, but a lot of people got them in the comments, so well done if you did. Mm. Danny Welbeck wow. scored for Man United against uh, Real Madrid. So my bad, because I said he, he did it for Arsenal, which he didn't, he did it for Man United. But this week, the trivia question is, players who've scored 20-plus goals in the Premier League season 
before they were 25. You chuck any out there, Flavio? Robbie Fowler, Owen, Harry Kane. Owen is not on there. What? Really? I know. That's amazing. incredible stuff. Michael Bridges. Michael Bridges. <laughs> is that what you're going to go with each week? You're just going to go with Michael Bridges? No, he's not on there, week? Luke. No, he's not on there. Didn't make it on there. Good I'll, give you, I'll give you one random one. You should be getting all these other ones. Here's a random one. Andy Johnson. Really? Crystal Palace. It struck me as someone who came on late in his career. I guess he kind of did. He went bored very early, didn't he? Yeah. That's probably why you think that. Because that's not bored. Well, no, but, that's, but you're going to look older if you're bored, aren't you? Jermaine Defoe. Jermaine Defoe is not on there. That's 16. 16. Craig knows all of them. Craig knows. This is the main reason for the trivia question is to give Craig something, something to talk to, about. Yeah, something, something to think about whilst he's there. And he likes a bit of trivia, doesn't he? Exactly, he absolutely loves it. Yeah, write them down. Write them down. Uh, if you want. Right, let's talk about uh, Paul Bastock. Good friend of yours? No, he's not. Paul Bastock is a 47-year-old goalkeeper yeah. who is making history this weekend. He's going to play in his 1,250th game, having battled back from a knee injury. 47. It's incredible. It's absolutely amazing. Some people... How can you play that many games of football? And what, the, reason I, the reason I saw this, I thought this was interesting. Especially as a goalkeeper. Yeah. It's like boring, isn't it? It's got to be really boring. You've got to be a bit odd to To, to, to want that. to stay in goal, to choose to stay in goal. It's, it's a weird thing. I never quite understood. All goalkeepers are a little bit wacky, aren't they? A little bit mental. Yeah. He said he was going to retire the other week. And, and I was thinking, well, hang on. Just hang in there for a couple more games and you become record breaker because no one knows who you are, really. He, was, he played for Boston United for like 10 years. Um, but when I was reading this, it made me, made me think... Have you, and with all the England players that have like, declined from the squad, have you retired from football? Or have you retired from international football? Because uh, I haven't done it yet. I'm not ready to go. I know, I know what you're saying. I, 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 there was a period where I realised I'm definitely not going to make it. Uh, the kind of realisation, less so that playing for England, but realising that I was never going to make it as a pro. How old were you? 27. <laughs> yeah. You know, I still hold it's out. It's a tipping point, isn't it? And, 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 but the fact that I'm not very good as well, but I still held on to it that somehow I might learn a lot. But you didn't actually. But from a wider point, I was, I've got a couple of mates who, who like football, same age as me, but not playing Sunday League or anything like that. But they haven't officially. Have they, in your mind, have you retired? Yeah. When do you retire as a, as a player? I mean, you retire from football altogether as well. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I, I, I'm close. Because that's the other thing I was thinking. When I bought these new pair of boots, yeah. I was thinking, is this the last pair? And so should I go for something flashy? I've gone for something quite simple, black. Mm. But should I have gone, gone all out for the final pair of boots? Yeah. I'm funny like that. I got yeah, it became a big deal. became a massive deal. How um, long did you think about those boots? And, well, in terms of the insurance, in the end I bottled it and went with black ones. No, but how long was you sort of mulling over? Mulling over. I, I, I dipped into a couple of um, Sports Directs, other shoe shops that were available, um, looked online for a bit, and then found one at lunchtime in 20 minutes. I nice. said, so, yeah, calm down. In the end, it was fine. Good work. Um, but yeah, I just thought, I just realised, I'm, I'm getting to that age, and I might have to retire soon. It just seems odd. How old are you? I'm 31. Well, that's ridiculous. Going to blow What's soon mind, mean? I don't know. I don't know how many years I've got left. Craig, have you retired? He's retired. He retired. You heard it here first, one for the weekend podcast. Craig, Craig is, is retired. retired. International as well? Everything's gone. Um... You've got you, you, at the level you play at. You've mm. got onto about fifty. Fifty. Wow, forty. Forty. The oldest player is that Muri guy. Who's still banging him in. Again, the oldest goal scorer. He's in the uh, still plays in the Japanese uh, first division. Fifty. Fifty years old. Beats Danny Matthews as the oldest uh, professional player to score a goal. 
the oldest player who's going to be playing in the World Cup is the Egypt, goal, Egypt goalkeeper, Assam El Hadari, um, who's 44. Got 150 caps for his country. And he, uh, he made his debut in 1996. Oh. And, sorry, just finish that up. In 1996, and Stoke winger Ramadan Sobi, who's also in his squad now, plays alongside him, wasn't even born yet. <laughs> That's, That's very good. Um, I'm I kind of hoping that Roger Miller might... Just one last go. Just one, one last, last hurrah. <laughs> I mean, he was, what was he, 40, 43 in 1994? Yeah, maybe 42, something like that. Yeah, he's definitely in his 40s. So he's in his 60s now. Um, but let's make that happen. When did you... Do you consider yourself an old football no, fan? Terrible mess. Do you consider yourself an old football fan? I think you go through a process of... Um, you're, supporting a football club changes the older you get and the way you support your football club changes you know when you're young you, you kind of you, you, you want to make loads of noise you want to chant you want to be passionate and then you get to a stage where you actually want to enjoy the game you want to look at it you want to, you want to try and figure out what's going on you want to understand a little bit more about it you want to pay attention and then you get to the age where everything's just shit and where are you? I'm getting I'm, I'm at that stage really? Yeah, you're I, just still flat. I'm not. I, yeah, no, no. I, I'm at that stage because, um, despite how good Spurs are, I don't enjoy going that much anymore. <laughs> My God, what? Because it's Wembley. No, even before a while, like, you just find yourself getting irritated. Yes, at people around you. Yeah, really? that lot of moaning, and um, I love the football. I love my football club. Don't get me wrong. It's just the the, the game and the atmosphere has become quite insipid and. Um, you know what? I'm not paying sixty quid to go and sit in silence around people that no interest in making any other. And do you also? Sorry, this has become a bit depressing a little bit, but okay. I am um, ill. Huh? I am you Ill. are ill. Yeah, true. Do you um? Do you find it difficult to have heroes when they're they're a lot younger than you now? Nah, no, not at all. I met oh, Harry so Winks last. Before, you? No, yeah, I'm, yeah, you did. I met Harry Winks last week, and I was like, Whoa, Harry Winks, <laughs> twenty-one. You are my hero, and yeah, I could have. I could. You could be my son. He's that young. Yeah. Yeah. So um That's crazy. No, no, I have no, no really? abs- well, um Yeah, he's how old is he? He'd be fifteen. Yeah, so I mean absolutely happens. where I come from. <laughs> um that, that's normal. It's expected. Yeah. Um you know, he's a, <laughs> it's I, an obligation. He's <laughs> disappointed if you haven't. I, I, I um I haven't I, as soon as a player puts on a Spurs shirt they're immediately older than me. I, I don't know why, it's a weird thing. It like, is they, weird. They, they're my heroes, all yeah. of them. Um This is sorry, I haven't done the uh Obligational bits. Uh, this is a uh, this podcast is brought to you by Fan League. Uh, Fan League's an app that. Well, don't uh, call it the obligational bits. I mean, I know, no, I'm happy to do like, it. Yeah. We play each week. Yeah. I did well again it's last not, week. Not interested. No, 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 no. Love it. No, I do love it. We're, oh, look, I love it. Look, we're building the world's number one look, football community. community. And there is actually a generally decent little conversation going on. We're banding around. Do you know I'm on a bloody good run? I'm rubbish. You are shit. Well, rubbish, eh? I like I like giving it a go, but I, I don't. I obviously don't know a great deal. Do you know what you should do? Mm. Just close your eyes, and see if you do better. That'd be interesting. Right. Yeah, next time. No, uh, no games this week. I don't think. Um, no. But next week it will be back. And next week uh, you don't want to miss the podcast because um, well, I'm going on honeymoon. Yeah. But Flav and DT on the podcast. How's that? He is buzzing. How's that? He is out? buzzing. I'm sure he's buzzing as well. But he can't wait. You know what I mean, this. Um, you're asking me <laughs> to sit down yeah. and talk about football yeah. with a gooner, not just any gooner, DT as well, 
you know, outside of football, we actually, you know, it's fine. We get on. He's a nice geezer. But when, uh, the, when the lights are on, yeah, the cameras on, and he's going to descend. He's going to descend into it. Yeah, because he's going to I mean, if he wants it. Yeah. Yeah, but the North yeah. London, <laughs> North London derby is the week in it, and. Um, I don't want to be around Arsenal fans on the week of the North London Derby, so it's going to be an interesting podcast. Make sure you tune in next week. That's you know, this, this is something that not on the agenda at all. But I'd love to talk about it. Is especially before next week. Spurs doing well, Arsenal not doing great. Um, yet you go into the week of the North London Derby. Yeah. How do you approach it? Because especially if someone like yourself who's has to do a podcast on it. We work for Ball Street, so you're going to have to do videos about it. Mm. Banter flying from all sides. How do you approach it? Um, do you want? Do you want to give that away? No, I don't care. I don't mind. I, I, um, I, actually, by t- talking about it and doing things around it, makes it easier. Uh, in a way, I used to feel so much more nervous before, probably because we were less good. But um, you know, actually, it's, a, it's like there's an element of you, you. You either avoid it altogether, or you, or you're all in. And it actually makes me excited, you know. I'm, I'm kind of borderline excited, borderline, you know, shitting myself. I think the, the fact that Spurs are good now is a massive aspect of this, because you kind of... If you're... Oh, mate, I, mean? I if can't you're, tell you how much I used to hate it. I, yeah, I, I, yeah. Like, I would be... I would, I would, I'd look at the dates when Spurs and Arsenal were going to play in the calendar, and I would dread it. And after that game's finished, I'd be, I'd be calm again. Rather, we won or lose, it was done. We knew the result, done and dusted. I'll take my medicine, and then, and then after a week of it being okay, because we haven't been played Arsenal, you start looking at the next one coming yeah. along, and you knew you had to have that twice a year. That's let I don't have that same trepidation. And, we, and the hatred, I guess, comes from the fact that ultimately it's down to winning or losing. And Spurs for a long time were nowhere near as good as Arsenal, and yeah. so you're kind of like it's like an exam that you've got to do, but you're not. You're not going to pass. Don't it. Know. Yeah, yeah you got no chance. Yeah, I mean, what, what I would say though is the one times when we did beat them. It was incredible yeah, yeah. because we just wasn't expecting it. The same with QBR, Chelsea, especially when we went up. Like we won once, we beat them one 0 at home, yeah. and it was the best. Yeah, it was so good. Yeah, it was so good. But we lost. I think we lost six 0 away at, at um, Chelsea once, so and you could kind of you could see it, you can see it coming, and then when it happens, and you're in this kind of quicksand of just watching something happen, it's minging. Yeah, do you but say it's the end? Yeah, always. Always stay in. It's got to be done. Six 0 down. I know, mate. Oh, mate, I, I, I couldn't stay in. Six 0 down against Arsenal. I get, I get the. Would you be out? out you're noble. You're noble. But didn't you look around and think I've got to get away from these scumbags? Uh, I mean, I was a safe distance away from them. Thank God. What's annoying is you go past. It's so branded the Chelsea Stadium, and there's this giant John Terry that you got to walk past on the mm. way back to the station. I just absolutely hate it. <coughs> Craig goes down to see that once a week. Yeah. Without foul, just kisses. Instead just of going to church, he goes and looks at John Terry's statue for fifteen yeah. minutes. And just kisses his midriff because it's too big. Yeah, and then goes home. Um, let's go on to England. England playing two games that you should be excited about. Yeah. In the uh, in Germany on Friday, well, and then Brazil. The games themselves are interesting. Come on, give me that. Give me that at least before we go dive into the mire that is this. I mean, they're, they're good fixtures, aren't they? Germany and Brazil. I mean, you can't really ask for two better teams, really. Exactly. Mm. And so I was quite excited about those games and seeing how we could get on. But what everyone will have seen, obviously, is the amount of players that have left the squad. Mm. And so just to make make that point, the latest <coughs> is uh, Danny <coughs> is Danny Drinkwater. Sorry. You're right, <coughs> Go on. 
The latest is Danny Drinkwater, who's declined the call-up. He's not fit enough. Because uh, he's saying he's not fit enough. Yeah, dealt with it. Had a thigh injury. He's just come back. I can, I mean, I can probably understand it. What? So, but the amount of players that have, have, are not in it now leaves a squad that has a midfield and a set of forwards that reads like this. So the midfielders fought England in these games against Germany and Brazil. Eric Dyer, Jesse Lingard, Jake Livermore, Ruben Loftus-Cheek, Ashley Young, Jack Cork. Wow. Up front, just the three. <laughs> Tammy Abraham, Marcus Rashford, Jamie Vardy. We can only find three strikers. <laughs> There's only three that exist. Get Crouchy in the squad. Yeah, why not? Give him a go. I, do you know what? He's a lot of fun. Um, I actually think Crouchy should be a shout. Oh, come on, James. Now, hear me out. Right, hear me out, hear me out, right? I don't want to, actually. The reason why Crouchy should probably be an actual discussion point in the squad, right, is you need different ways of winning a game. Okay? So we can lump it long. So a guy who can't hit... What do you mean he can't head? Well, he's got more headed goals in the Premier League than anyone else. But he can't avoid his head. I'm just saying it doesn't mean he's got that technique. He's just <laughs> giant, isn't he? But the point is, right, if, he's never going to start the games, right? So he's mm. going to be happy in the squad. Great banter. Yeah, yeah, he's got cracking banter. And if you need someone last ten minutes and you, you need a different angle, she'll crouch you up top and smash it high. What's wrong with that? I think it's oh, snobbery to, to ignore him, get him in the squad. I just, I, I, it's just boring, though, isn't it? Going back to that, surely we've got. I'd rather see Tammy Abraham and give it, you know, just to answer your question, like it, it's it kind of makes them pointless, it kind of makes these games pointless now, yeah. All right, because we'll, what's he we'll gonna learn? he's not gonna learn anything because he watches these players play every week, so he knows what they can do. He can't develop any kind of match tactics because the players are not there. It's stupid having two friendlies in the middle of the season, anyway, in my opinion. They never do anything. They, I mean, we've the other side of it is so Southgate's gone the players are injured and cannot play so bottom line I'm not a manager who wants the real players out until they break I don't take risks with players I think there's an interesting point in that and he added uh, I have man to man discussions with them around where they are at and how much risk they want to take hearing this talk of club versus country it is a nonsense Southgate that's what Southgate says there's no problem do you agree with that? Uh, no, I wouldn't. Uh, there's definitely an agenda with players. It happens time and time again. The players pull out because they don't want to risk themselves in a friendly that means nothing, that has no bearing on whether or not we can win the World Cup or not. Um, I think there used to be a time where it was uh, crucial for everybody that England had a good team. I think you kind of saw it as the, the players saw it as their duty because they weren't earning as much money as they earn now, mm-hmm. um, they weren't as valuable. It was crucial to people. The, 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 the game wasn't as high risk for managers. So why is Pochettino going to release Kane and Ali when losing them could potentially cost him his job? You know, if he lost both of them and we went on a 10-game un- uh, losing streak, yeah. he'd go. Mm. Oh, but it's all right, because uh, Kane and Ali were able to play their friendlies for England. Oh, yeah, I, I, do you know what? I, I completely understand that, that point of view. But I do enjoy... In- Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. 
They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. National football, but there has to be a shake-up because this isn't working. Mm. You've got players, and players, they, I don't think they feel any guilt in, in terms of pulling out of these squads now. I think, look, and I'm sure look, they are all injured to a point, but back in the day, they would have still probably gone and met up with the squad because they believe in something bigger. Bottom line is, they don't care. It's the middle of November. They're, you know, Delft, Sterling, they don't want to risk anything that's going to take them out of the Man City side, which they've got to be just buzzing to... To, well, to as, be in. Yeah, and Sterling's not always been starting. His good form's got him in that position. Delft has won the lottery. Yeah. Uh, and so I, can, I completely understand it. But for international football to survive... Mm. You know, apart from in that summer, you've either got to. Well, I don't know what well, you there do. Is, I think you do be, just get rid of that and just make it a summer thing. There's going to be a. Uh, there's going to be an international league, isn't there? So that all the games have bearing. That's true. So Which could, that could definitely help. I mean, definitely. you don't see you don't see a mass exodus of England players when we've got qualifiers that actually mean something. It doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. It only happens on friendlies. Like you say, if if Ali gets a knock or if, if Sterling gets a knock. And he, he's out for a couple of weeks. He comes back on the bench. There's another incredible player in front of him. Could be anyone, Sane. Um, I don't know if I'm forward to Silva. <laughs> you know, the incredible wealth of talent they've got. You know, it, it could take him another three months to get back in the squad. What for? Because yeah. he played some friendly against Germany and who changed their entire team at half-time. It's just a waste of time. Yeah. And everybody hates them as well. Everyone just wants the Premier League back and their own <laughs> the championship back. Everybody's waiting for that to come back. Yeah. Um, so, <sighs> I, I, I had this ready. You're right, bud. I had this ready that... So, if you aren't enjoying the football this weekend... Now, Northern Ireland fans are really enjoying it. They've got the playoff um, <coughs> second half on Sunday. Republic of Ireland. Italy could be out of the, the World Cup for the first time since 1958. Do you want them there or not? Yeah. Uh, I don't care with Italy somehow. I don't know. I don't have any. Uh, with Buffon, I quite like him to be there, I guess. But it's all gonna. It's not gonna end well for him. Um, um, I don't want him there. I think it'd be interesting to see. I don't know anybody else. Yeah. And um, what? Peru. If you're not, so are you having a weekend off football this weekend? Yeah. What are you gonna do? What's your perfect weekend that doesn't involve football? Um. I, I'm gonna go to the countryside. <laughs> I'm going to be with my beautiful girlfriend. Yeah, uh, we're so going to light her up so much, James. <laughs> and um, I'm going to light my light fire, yeah. get a candlelight, take well, care of I mean, there'll be sparks anyway. But always, you've got to keep that, the magic alive in a relationship, any relationship. The physical aspect of a relationship is very important, Jim. Yeah. You've got to keep the fire lit. But, um, you know, that's, that's what I'm going to be doing. Yeah. yeah, and I've got to take a piece of damaged furniture back to the shop. Lovely. 
sounded like you farted, but it wasn't. It was just his phone. Uh, what else we got here today? So, yeah. Oh, this one. So, final thing on the World Cup. Because the World Cup is great. Yeah? Yeah. World Cup itself is great. I know these international friends are woeful, but the, the break itself is good, right? Messi has said that if they win the World Cup, he will walk uh, 60 kilometres from <coughs> one place to another place. Where is it? He will walk from Basilica... Hang on. I can't even say it. One place in Argentina to another place in yeah. Argentina. Uh, Why? To celebrate yeah. winning, the, winning the World Cup. And then Aguero was asked as well, he said, would you do it? Would you make that promise? Would you do that if it meant winning the World Cup? And yeah. He said, let's go trot. There's a translation from the article. Let's go try. What I would mean, you do to win the World Cup? Well, they, they run 14 kilometres in a game, so what I don't really... What is it, that yeah, a big a deal? A walk for 60 kilometres. Yeah, I mean, maybe it's not that great. Um, but the, the wider question of what, what would you I do... And this is a question I want to ask people in the comments as well. Don't go, don't go sexual. Lewd. Yeah, don't be lewd. Yeah, it's the go-to thing, isn't it? Yeah. It's like, I'll do some sort of heinous sex act on myself. Yeah, be a, bit more, be a bit more imaginative than that. What would you would you would you eat a, my new football boots if it meant England won the World what, Cup? What eat them? Eat them. It'd probably kill. Leather, isn't it? You're fine, aren't you? No, it's you're not, isn't it? Uh, right. I'm a vegetarian. I'm a vegetarian. Uh, would would I... you eat four steaks as a vegetarian yeah. if it meant England won the World Cup? Yeah, would yeah. You? yeah. Five. Yeah. Eight. Yeah. I mean, yeah. look, I think of all the happy numbers. Sad for the cow. Yeah. You know, of I, I know that more than anyone. <laughs> yeah. But um, um, of course you do. I, I think of all the happiness. You know, uh, yeah. So yeah, I would eat eight steaks. Eight steaks, right? Let us know what you would do. I would. What would I do? Would you murder yourself? Would I murder? Would you murder yourself? I'm glad you said murder the cow, (laughs) not just kill. uh, Would you murder a cow? (laughs) Brought to you by Fan League. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I'd do it in my bare hands for. Really? No, I don't know. I could. You know, (laughs) I never forgive myself. It's too much. No, uh, no, (laughs) no. I wouldn't. Poor cow. What's it done? Yeah, it's really. Like the cows. The cows alive. That's you know that it should be left alive. If something's already dead and you said eat this already dead cow so that England can win the World Cup, that's different. Would you go to every Arsenal home game for a season? Absolutely not. No, no way. Abs- I mean, that's ridiculous. Take a book. That's Take ridiculous. a book and no, read it. No, it's ridiculous. I don't even like going to Arsenal and when Spurs play there. Okay. Would you? All right, that'll do. Let us know. What would you do? I don't know. What? Uh, give me. Give me a. Give me an option. Would you? Um, would would you walk home naked? That's a good one. Yeah, all the way home to Peckham. Yeah, and I'd windmill every step. What? <laughs> yeah. No, what? Hands-free windmill? Yeah. <laughs> Not sure I've got that in my locker. <laughs> <laughs> but I would. Yeah, I would happily do that. Definitely. All right, cool. There I wouldn't go. tell anyone about it. What everyone would see? What? Yeah, no. Yeah, but it'd be random. So I can yeah. live with that. I wouldn't be like. I don't want it to be a big. You know, I don't would want it to be, be much press around it. Would you be? Would you be? Self-aware. What to win the World Cup? If you was naked, <laughs> would you gladly okay. walk through the streets, or would you think, "Oh, I'm a bit self-conscious. Don't look at my winky." Probably, I probably like discreetly keep my hand over my winky the whole way. Let us know in the comments below. What would you do to win out if it meant England win the World Cup? Yeah, uh, Jurgen Klopp has said that the best uh, best player he's ever coached is Mario Götze. He was unbelievable. The biggest improvement though was Lewandowski, which begs the question. <laughs> mm. Who is the best player you've seen live? The other reason I wanted to talk about this one is because uh, Gattuso, they asked him uh, if the work that he put in in a game of football alongside Perlo made him better. He said, don't talk nonsense. Let's not confuse Nutella with shit. (laughs) He also said... Who's the shit? 
Him. Oh, he's a shit. And right. Pelle's, uh, the Nutella. Right. Pelle, of course, uh, retired this week. Probably one of the best players I've... I haven't seen him live, probably one of the players I loved watching the most. Mm. Um, he also said... Gattuso said, The first time I played with Perlo, I asked myself if I should change my profession. I played 20 years with him, if we count uh, internationals, or NTs, I don't know what that means. Mm. And believe me, every time when there were problems... I just had to pass the ball to him. That's why I think that he helped my career much more than I did his. So, yeah, who is the best player you've seen? Uh, it's a, I've got a four. Uh, four? I know, it doesn't make any sense, but uh, the, best, the best player... Four? <laughs> so quick with four. Uh, I've got uh, Luka Modric, okay. uh, Gareth Bale, Janola, Bobatov. Um, if you had to pick one of those, or you die... Uh, so Luka Modric was the best but I appreciated Berbatov more because he was just incredible he was like he did things with the football he just took the piss but it wasn't even an arrogance there was an arrogance about his play but he wasn't being arrogant it was just so much better than everyone around him and it looked like he couldn't be bothered as well which I kind of loved and he smoked as well and and I don't smoke it's bad for you but the last person on earth that should smoke is a footballer because he needs to be fit. Yeah. Even the smoker, smoking uh, Berbatov could still dominate a game. Now, I'm at the game, you know, he's... If you, if you didn't see him play, if some of our younger audience didn't see him play, just go on YouTube, the stuff he did for Spurs and Man United, something else. I think there's a, there's a massive thing to be said about a player who doesn't have to move much and can do great things. Teddy Sheridan. Teddy Sheridan. is a great example of that. Yeah. I don't think Skulls in his later career just kind of sat there and just tapped it about because he's far too smart for you guys. Mm. Um, best player I've seen that's done stuff and I've just gone, what? The Delta Rapt. Yeah. I know I'm going to get laughed at. and no. I, I get it. That's it's... fine. But for QPR, I have never seen someone do some of the stuff he's done. It's unbelievable. There was a game once where he, the, ball, the ball came out from a corner... And he was right on the halfway line, the only player back. I thought I think it was maybe one other player back. And a player came and ran at him. So quite a pressured situation. You don't want to give it away there. He just nutmegged the guy. Darren Ambrose, I think it was. Just mm. nutmegged him like in this pressured situation. He, every single game he played, he would do something. He just went, what? He, uh, you know, he came for the ranks at Spurs. And he... His um, debut for, for you was like, against West Ham. Quite famous, Very good, it? yeah. He turned the game on his head and we ended up beating them or getting the draw, if I remember rightly. He had all of the talent in the world. He could have been an absolute world beater. Mm. Uh, he was just mental. Yeah. Uh, so let us know that as well. I think it's always a great question. Who's, what's a pl- who's a player who made it look so easy and, and simple? Yeah. I just love those kind of players. Oh, that's Modric. what I'm gusted about Perlo. Kind of Modric was the one for that. Do you think those kind of players are... Glided right. I guess Modric is still doing it. Yeah, he is. But those players kind of get becoming a bit obsolete in such a, like, such a physical game. Um... Depends. I mean, he, he, there are players coming through that are technically good. Um, that don't rely on power. Um, but you, you've got to stand a better chance. You have to be a special player if you're small. Yeah. You know, but you see, Tom Carroll's still doing all right. You know, Tom Carroll? That means the tiniest football on earth. <laughs> right. Like, yeah, he's, li- he's barely a man. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, he's technical ability carrying through. Winks is... Um, what are you smiling at, Craig? Not having it, not having Tom Carroll. <laughs> what, for someone so small? Yeah, but you're talking about Pirlo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Pirlo. Yeah, yeah, yeah you know, I'm ill, I'm ill. Yeah, you are ill. Leave him alone, he's ill, leave him alone. Harry Winks has potential to do, to, to do great things, um, despite being a tiny boy. 
Uh, that trivia question, if uh, you've forgotten about it, players who've scored 20 plus goals in the Premier League in the Premier League season before they were 25. I'll give you Lukaku. Lukaku is one, correct. I'll give you. Uh, we'll give the answers next week on the One for the Weekend podcast. I'll give you another one now, though, which is a bit of a random one. Saha, 2003-2004. Fulham. For Fulham, mm. correct. Um, still some, so many to get. Lewis Bowen-Morte. Lewis Bowen-Morte is not one, oh, I'm afraid. This just about, must have been, must have been 19 goals. Uh, it's a tricky weekend for Patrice Evra. Uh, he, uh, he was suspended by uh, Marseille, of course, mm. after smashing some fan in the head. Great kick, though, didn't you think? Good like, kick, yeah. Could have lost his balance. Incredible flexibility. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he should be proud of that at least. He will look back and laugh, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, well, maybe. But he's got a meeting. Uh, he's got a meeting <laughs> with the president, Jacques Henri Iraud, following his attack on a supporter ahead of last week's Europa League loss to Vittoria Guimarães. Um, how does that meeting go, Flav? And as a, a man who's great with words, how do you negotiate? That meeting. So here we go. Hello. <laughs> Hang on. I'm Patrice Evra. You're Patrice Evra, right? Come in. Yeah, thanks, Patrice, for sparing some. No, 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 no. Just sit, sit down. What's the point of this? I don't know. I just, I, I just want to know how. The, how is he going to get out of this? Does well, he want to play for Marseille? What's the point of the meeting? Oh right, sorry. Are you still in the yeah, right, 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 right. Well, okay, sorry. <laughs> what's What's the point of this meeting? Well, don't be aggressive. Straight. Well, don't. Let, let's just have. Let's just have a calm conversation here. Thanks for coming in. Mm-hmm. You probably know what I brought you here for. No. Well, <laughs> you've kicked a fan in the head with a kung fu kick. It's been absolutely everywhere. Yeah, we no. haven't been in training since. We clearly suspended you and brought you in now. What makes? What am I supposed to do with you in this? There is absolutely nothing you can do with me. <laughs> There's nothing. How do you get out of it? I mean, and see, see. Um, oh. I think. Um, I think. Uh, the only the only conceivable thing is that he was he, he heard something so abhorrent. You yeah. know, there's times in your life where things happen and you have to behave outside of the realms of social decency. Okay, mm-hmm. you might have to strike a man. You might be striked, <laughs> but you know it depends on the behaviour of other people. Sometimes, you know, if, if someone's given liberties, you you know, someone is cussing because he's raced I'm not saying that happened but yeah, yeah. it's fair to assume that something like that might be said um, then you, you think well there's sometimes you know I'm not saying violence is okay <laughs> and just sometimes it's that hard you can lose your head yeah uh, one crumb of comfort I saw from the article which could turn it around forever is mm. uh, I don't know how to say this guy's name because I think it's Aroud Aroud the president is currently on a business trip in Miami right now, people don't do business trips in Miami. They go to party in Miami. So I reckon, actually, I'll be Patrice Evra. You be the president, right? <coughs> yep. So okay. <coughs> Hello, Patrice. Thanks for coming in. Yeah, I um, got some things to discuss. You see my kick. See, see the kick. <coughs> oh yeah. Kick him in the head. Yeah. Sorry. Absolute bounce. I mean, goes, it was quite funny. <laughs> yeah. You crack on. We'll give you two weeks and you come back in. Yeah. Cheers, Ross. Yeah, about them. See you later. And and we we banned that supporter. <laughs> Cheers, mate. No, yeah. I reckon he can. He could. If, if that got. If what you could do, just for me, Patrice, right? Is maybe not go on Instagram on the Monday. Maybe wait till Tuesday or Wednesday. But I love Mondays. I know you do. I know. I know it's a bloody murder because I quite like Mondays too, but. Yeah. I hate Thursdays. Not. That's the thing. People don't realise. Maybe I should do. Maybe you know, I hate Thursdays. Yeah. And then people understand there's a bit more balance to it. Yeah, fair enough, Patrice. But I do think. And same. And I do think. 
But well, if, if he is a lad, is president, right? Yeah. He can go in and just go, get him out. Get Boys will be boys. Boys will boys be boys. boys. He said some naughty things. No, he's got to go. Like, he won't ever play again, will he? Well, that's interesting, yeah. 36. Like, it could be the end for him. Why, so, why, yeah, it's a tricky he, weekend for Patrice. He's all this grief. Why bother? He's not playing. He's not getting in Marseille's team. He's 36. He's got more money than he could possibly spend. <laughs> go over to America and get one last big hurrah. Yeah, do you know what you should do? Go to America. Have a good time, Patrice. Go to Miami. Yeah. They'll have a team soon. They've got a team. Miami FC. Right, it's that time. Coming to the end of the show and podcast. So that means (coughs) soldiers lost in battle. Flav, do your ting if you can. Or can you? You can. Yeah. Um, So sometimes in football... I can't can't do it. Basically, what you're about to hear (laughs) is... People very sad stories when they've missed the football because of some evil girlfriend or boyfriend, some inconsiderate mum, and bad some luck. divvy dad. Sometimes it's bad luck. Or it's bad luck as well. So um, these are some stories. There's people that listen to the podcast who, who share the burden with us, and in the hope that we we somehow make it through together. Can you play the music? Yeah, absolutely. Not your best one, Flab, but I'll let you off because he's not well. And he's done well. Hang on, something's happening. Eh? You got. A... <laughs> Cut. High, high protection, high uh, production values. Here we go, we go again. Come on. Sorry, bear with. It's difficult. A lot going on. Here we go. This week's Soldiers Lost in Battle. Michael Mouton. In 2010, I had the privilege of the World Cup being held in my home country, South Africa. I was, I was at a fan park for the opening game, and when Sifiwi Teshabalalala, <laughs> I mean, that's his name, left for strike, sent the whole country batshit crazy, I was in a line behind a fat guy, fat guy waiting to take a piss and missed the whole thing. And I came out just in time for Mexico to equalise. It ended one all. Sorry, I ruined that one. Ryan Johnson, I'm a Liverpool fan. My mum is a lifelong Liverpool fan. It was a Europa League quarter-final. I treated her to two tickets to the cop end for both of us to support our team. But, but the bitch Donna at her work pulled out of covering her shift at the hospital last minute. I missed the 4-3 last-minute win to take us into the semis, semis because of fucking Donna. Joaquin Sales. It's the second leg of the South American Cup semi-final, River Plate Stadium, Buenos Aires. My team, Botafogo, is winning 2-1 with an extra man. We had won the first leg in Rio, 1-0, 20 minutes left in the game. My father turns to me and says, Son, cherish this moment. I've been supporting Botafogo for 45 years and it's never been easy like this. Winning comfortably in a foreign land, 3-1 on aggregate with an extra man. Bask in the glory and rarity of this moment, my child. I nod solemnly. Yes, father, I will remember this. And then Radamel Falcao scores a hat-trick for River Plate in a span of 15 minutes. <laughs> it was a long and quiet journey back to Rio. I still wake up in a cold sweat, cursed with the memory of that grim Argentinian night. Beautiful. And I'm, you know I'm just going to go back to the music one last time because we've got a girlfriend lost in battle. Oh. Yes. Good. Different. Here we go. Emma Chadwick. 
I have the opposite of a soldier lost in battle. My 22nd birthday, my, my, on my 22nd birthday, myself and my boyfriend are travelling to Leeds to see my family. He's a huge Tottenham fan. My birthday is the 21st of November. Tottenham played Dortmund away. We've cancelled plans for that day so he can watch the game. Girlfriend's lost in battle. So that's, I mean, that's quite you know what? Uh, that is, and you sound like a very good girlfriend because that was a big tie for us, and uh, that is a big tie. Big for tie, us. yeah, yeah. And uh, second birthday, she's giving it up. Good old Emma Chadwick, well done. You obviously love him, you know, you love him, and he sounds he sounds like a good guy because he's a Spurs fan. So you keep hold of him. Mm. Um, Joaquin, that was difficult to read. Um, I hope you're okay. Yeah. Hang in there. So Ryan, strong, Michael as well. Uh, thank you for your Soldiers Lost in Battle. Um, we've had loads. They keep coming in and we will keep reading them out because we must, must share these stories. Um, that's it, Flav. Emil Heskey. Wanna... Emil Heskey, what about him? Huh? <laughs> Emil Heskey? Yeah. What about him? Is he one of the players? Oh, right. <laughs> uh, no, he's not. Fair enough. Craig, you give us one. I thought he was one, did you? Yeah. Uh, not according to what I've got here, mate. Well, give it, you give us one, Craig. Alan Smith. Alan Smith is not one either. Ooh. I'll give you one last one. Uh, it's I'm an st- obvious one. I'm Shearer. Sta- I'm starting to doubt you. You're starting to doubt me? How dare you? He knows this stuff. This is Has he Googled it? No. Well, then you shut up then, because I have Googled it, Craig. <laughs> if somebody doesn't want to be on the Rooney. podcast. Uh, Rooney, Rooney, yes, Rooney is one. Just Google it. Yeah. Uh, so I'll ask that question one last time. I get, yeah, players who have scored 20 plus goals in the Premier League season before they were 25. Rod Wallace. Rod Wallace is not one. Um, right, that's it. Flav's not feeling well, so it's a, we're cutting short a little bit uh, on this occasion. Uh, join us on the Fan League app. We're on it, people are on it, and it's going to be back next week. There's going to be a lot of banter flying about, which Flav loves on the week of the North London derby. So uh, click the link in the description. Join Fan League and then um, search my name, James Alcott, two L's, two T's. <laughs> we could be friends and then I can add you to the one for the weekend league. There are still spaces in and it. And I, I actually want to have more friends than James. So if you're on it, make sure that you add me as well. Add Flav, well. Flav, well, F-L-A-V. Yeah. And we'll see who's more popular. Who's more popular? Most importantly, you know, for me, it makes more sense. If you're gonna, I create the league, yeah. so I'm going to add you. So don't forget I've got forget 71 that. friends. You've probably got more than me, though, which is upsetting. Um, so, yeah, get involved with the Fan League app. Uh, we'll be back next week with DT my real friends. and Flash <laughs> and Soldiers Lost in Battle oh, and all that. Do you? Yeah. That's annoying. That's yeah, me and DT well, next week. It's going to be fun. <laughs> Subscribe to Wall Street. Uh, let us know your thoughts in the comments below. Hit that like button, and we'll see you next week. Happy feelings all round. <laughs> Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.